Hello, hello everyone! Welcome to the very first episode of Floral Futures Youth in Bloom. I'm going to be diving deep into the exciting world of youth-led environmentalism. And I'm Sonia Schnasa, your host, and I'm just so thrilled to be your guide on this inspiring journey towards a more greener and sustainable future. Just a reminder, in each episode, we're going to talk about some incredible initiatives that are happening, stories about resilience, and just honestly, the boundless potential of young change makers we have who are leading the charge for environmental consciousness. And the mission is very clear. <laughs> it's to empower everyone who is listening right now, but also my guest speakers, to make a difference and become part of that change. Today, I'm actually kicking off our series with an amazing, exceptional guest speaker, Zia Merchant, who's the founder and the president of Pop B, also known as Phasing Out Plastic Bottles. Her insights and experiences are sure to inspire you and leave you with a newfound sense of purpose. So, please welcome Zia Merchant! Hi! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here, Sonia. Of course! How are you doing so far? Doing good. The school year is definitely picking up, which mm-hmm. is quite stressful, but we're pushing through <laughs> and that's what counts. And so honestly, that's just the type of person you are as because if you don't know yet, um, I actually know Zia for the past years, two years. <laughs> we don't even know. And she is absolutely amazing. And she always puts all her efforts into stuff that she's super passionate about. And that's what I love about her. But yeah, just tell me about yourself. Tell me where you're from, your background and also, what school you go to? What's the basic stuff that you want to talk about? Yeah, for sure. So, my name is Zia. I, I was born in India. I lived for a few years in Dubai before I immigrated to Canada. I speak Hindi, French, and English. And I'm currently a student at Burnaby South Secondary School. I think a really big thing about my life is that it's very simple, but I really care about people. And I think that's why I'm so interested in social justice. That's why a lot of basically all of my extracurricular activities involve connecting with people and doing things to help the growth of people. And that's why in sustainability specifically, I'm really interested in the social and ethical aspects of it, how the ways that we impact the earth ends up impacting us in the end because we are a part of the earth. Absolutely. That's so beautifully said. Are you are you more like an introvert person or are you more extroverted? I mean, from our interactions, I know that you're extroverted, but just in general to you, like, what do you think you are? I think I definitely grew up introverted and I spend a lot of time with myself. Mm-hmm. But I think like as I've grown older, I've definitely become an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of my energy from interacting with people. Mm-hmm. I'm very chatty. I love to laugh. So I would say an extrovert. <laughs> I love that. And honestly, I did not know you before when you were introverted, but I'm so, so glad you're extroverted because I love our conversations. <laughs> like, honestly, those like 2 a.m. chats. Oh my God. <laughs> those 2 a.m. DMs. I love them <laughs> because it's just so entertaining to me. I love and adore. So just kind of moving on in terms of your organization, I want to talk about that a little okay. bit as well. But before I want to get into that, I just want to ask you, like, what inspired you to become so involved in environmentalism? Because I know you did talk a little bit about how you really love helping people. But what specifically made you want to become more involved in the environmentalism realm? Yeah, I definitely think that my family has a huge part in it, specifically my mom. Um, My mom has always been really passionate about, like, sustainability and environmentalism, even before, you know, that was, like, kind of quaint as a term and as a mm-hmm. thing that people were like like interested in pursuing and right. like passionate about and just like growing up 
I think because we wanted to, you know, save money and also in that process, make sure we didn't waste things. Mm. That's also kind of what sparked our interest Mm -hmm. in sustainability. So my mom is very, very, you know, specific about not wasting food. Mm. Um, and she also makes sure that we're not producing much waste as a family. Mm-hmm. So when we go to takeout and stuff, she'll take her big metal pots <laughs> and she'll ask the takeout people to pour the food into those pots. So we yeah. don't have to take takeout containers. She has her own little thermoses and stuff. So mm-hmm. she gets a drink, she'll get it in that. So she's just very mindful in her life to ensure that she doesn't, like, she just avoids plastic at all costs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just carried into me. And that's yeah. why I'm also passionate about sustainability. That's amazing. And like, obviously, I guess it's a little bit hard to bring the thermoses and stuff to cafes. Yeah. But I think like, especially plastic water bottles, mm-hmm. right? Like there's water fountains available everywhere. There's water bottle fill-in stations. But I really do think it's so easy to avoid carrying a plastic water bottle. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something that needs a lot of improvements in. Absolutely. And speaking of plastic water bottles, (laughs) tell everyone about what you do and just your organization in general. Yeah, so I guess I'll tell you the story of kind of how we started. Absolutely. So it really started as a school-based thing. So mm. we realized that our school sold plastic water bottles in our school store and our vending machines, which is, you know, kind of odd considering we have reviewed stations mm-hmm. and the schools are like so committed to sustainability, right? <laughs> so that was definitely something that's was kind of concerning to us. Right. And that's how we started to, you know, we started to talk to administration at our school to see if that's something that we could do about this. After launching a campaign in our school, we got interest from other schools. So during winter break of 2022, my friend and I, we were on a call and somebody from another school that we knew was interested in joining. So we created a document mm-hmm. kind of detailing the steps for this. Yeah. And I was like, huh, like, why don't we share this document with other people? And he was like, huh, I guess we could do that. So we shared it with other schools and... The organization just kind of, you know, it just randomly started. It was Mm -hmm. never our intention to create an organization. It was just we had interest from a few people and we were like, okay, this is amazing. What if we get more people on board? Right. Um, So then we grew from Burnaby to the lower mainland. And now we have people and schools involved with us in Ontario, in the U.S. We have people at university involved with us. We've received like funding and support from Simon Fraser University. Mm-hmm. We've been mentioned on the news a lot of times for the work that we've done. That's so it's amazing. really something that started off as something like a, an observation that was so small. Yeah. And it's grown into an, a huge movement, which I'm so happy that mm-hmm. people are passionate about this and happy to be a part of this. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I know I... <laughs> also have that document that you're talking about and not only is it so incredibly detailed but it's so user-friendly too like I know when I was kind of introducing it to my school's green team Mm -hmm. and it was just so easy for them to follow along of what I was saying like what was your goals and Mm -hmm. what the whole purpose of this kind of organization was for that's crazy how from like a simple observation like you just said how this amazing organization has grown and flourished and bloomed bloomed. (laughs) look at that see and that's exactly the whole point of this podcast is to like share these amazing initiatives and these organizations that youth are initiating and they're leading and this is a prime example of this
if there are people listening from other schools right now, what would you advise for them? Like, how would you suggest they can get started and have a branch of Pop B phasing out plastic bottles at their school? Yeah, one thing to note is that we're very flexible on how we support schools. So different schools will have different stages that they are in, like, fight against plastic. So some mm-hmm. schools actually won't have any plastic at their school, like some private schools that we've worked with. Some schools don't even have drinking fountains, and mm-hmm. that's a huge concern. Some schools are more focused on, like, recycling because they don't have systems set up for that. Some schools are more focused on reducing. So there's just so many aspects of this issue. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, what we do is... We initially, when we meet the, the school, we try to see like where their schools are, mm-hmm. where their goals, what their goals are in terms of this. And if they don't have anything right now, that's totally fine. We try to guide them. But if someone is interested in joining as a chapter, we do have a lot of new outreach directors hired, which you'll see on our Instagram soon. Mm-hmm. So you would reach out to us on Instagram or email. And our our outreach directors or myself would be the ones who would be walking you through the system mm-hmm. or through the Process. process yeah thank you of course and just helping you figure out how you want to make this work that's amazing <laughs> this is a segment i call eco quiz <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm gonna ask you a few environmental questions first question what are the three r's in sustainable waste management Okay, recycling, Mm -hmm. reducing, Mm -hmm. and reusing. Okay, there we go. That's one out of the four. (laughs) You're a quarter way. Second question. What is the (laughs) largest ocean in the world? The Pacific Ocean. Yes, that's correct. Good job. Two out of four. Next question. What is the largest source of marine pollution? Plastic. Yes, plastic waste <laughs> is the correct answer. <laughs> and lastly, which endangered marine species is the largest living animal on Earth? The humpback whale? The blue whale? The blue whale, <laughs> yes! I'll take it, we'll take it. She has passed the eco quiz. Congratulations, Cecilia. So speaking of youth impact as of right now, why do you think it's so important to start taking our roles as young adults towards our planet? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, the simple answer is that our planet is dying. <laughs> and, you know, if the leaders of the world and the old people in the world and the people who have power in the world are mm-hmm. not doing anything right now, which is generally the case, mm-hmm. we need to be the ones to create that change. So Absolutely. might as well start now. And then when we get into positions of power, we'll already have the frameworks and the passion to be able to create change and save the planet. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You're absolutely right. And honestly, that's the one thing that a lot of youth also kind of think about is that they say, oh, like, once I grow up, I can actually make change. Mm-hmm. But change starts now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the end of our podcast series um, with Zia Merchant. Again, I just want to say a huge, huge thank you for taking the time out of your day and uh, being my guest speaker on my podcast. And I'm just so, so grateful to have heard the stories of how the organization happened. I loved every single second, but I just truly want to say thank you so much for being here mm-hmm. and for sharing all your 
inspiring stories. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me, Sonia. It was a pleasure. The work you're doing is also incredibly inspiring, right? Like, we know youth are doing a bunch of things. We need a platform to advocate and share the stories of this youth. So the fact that you're doing that is incredible. And I'm sure your podcast is going to blow up because you're going to have so many amazing guests on it. But yes, thank you so much for having me and good luck with all of your work. Thank you for listening. And I hope you truly enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you liked it, please give it a following and a rating as well. Share with your friends and your family. That would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you. Thank you. And have a great day.